Porch Podcast. Thank you for listening to us. Front Porch Podcast. Talking about things and stuff. I just I don't know why he keeps bringing up Josh Gad. I because don't, I don't every look, day, I don't it's look just like every Josh time Gad. that we like have a him. discussion, this is how it goes. You literally look so much like him, you don't even know. I I look nothing like you. Josh look, Gad. A, dude. Listen, have you listen. looked in a mirror, Josh? Yes, every day. When mm-hmm. I see Olaf the Snowman, I see Phil Kennedy, which means the inverse of that is when I see Phil Kennedy, I hear and see. Josh Gad. I sound nothing like Josh it, it, Gad. It doesn't matter. You are Josh. You are. Oh my God. You are Gadtastic. You, Josh Gad is the worst. You are Gadtastic. And you, you only say that because I mentioned one time in passing how much I dislike Josh Gad. Yep. And you're like, fat guy, fat guy, two and two and together. I, I gripped onto that like I was holding on to those last precious moments. And of it my makes own no life. sense because I look nothing like exactly, Josh Gad. But the fact that you're bringing it up now just. Feeds it my ambition me. to continue. It irks me. And I, I'm just asking you, please stop. You can no. call, call me anyone else but no. Josh Gad. No, no. No, fine. No. Hi, Jared. I have no horse in this race. You, you could even back me up. You're good. Nice. See? I got you. I guess this is the Front Porch Podcast. Apparently. And I'm by myself in this. Uh... I don't. I don't think you are. I said you're good. Yeah, but can we? Well, that's ambiguous. Can we just? If How you're, is that ambiguous? If you're, you're by good. yourself, can we change yeah, the name of the good. podcast to Josh Gad and Friends? No. If we I can't, felt like you were flailing and oh. blowing it right now, then I would say that. But you're you're good. That just means like. Yeah, that means you're good. All right, all right. So two against one. I'll take it. What? So what? you're not on my side? No, nobody's <laughs> on your side, Phil. <laughs> or should I say? Gad. I am an island. I hate everything about this. Well, tell the people what we're talking about today, asshole. Maybe we can get off this subject. Well, Mike, <clears throat> first introduce yourself. You just did. And Jared. Hi. That was great. Yeah. Hi. We did it. We did it. Hi. Hey, everybody. It's the Front Porch Podcast coming at you live <laughs> with so Josh mad. Gad. I'm He's so, feels so mad right now. I don't even, <laughs> dude, where are we right now? I'm so mad. Right. We're, we're, we're in, in the doing the podcast room yeah. stuff. We, okay. So just an update for everybody. We finally got like our actual setup fucking fixed. <laughs> like, like set up. Like it took forever to fucking do, but we finally, we moved into a room. Took a while. We're not like in the middle of the dining room anymore. Probably gonna which, be echoing right now. No, it's not. It's, it sounds really no. crisp. It's really nice. So we got new mics and new everything. So hopefully it sounds better. Probably not because I'm, I'm a really bad at quote unquote engineer. So we'll figure that out. But we what should, are we talking about this week, Phil? It's a learning. We process. should really hire someone to do that and like pay them and pay them next respect. to nothing. If you if we pay them like you guys pay me for being on the front porch label then we can definitely afford it. Yeah, we'll just pay him in respect. Sick. Uh, this week, we're talking about something that uh, came to my attention a couple weeks ago when I saw uh, a really awkward video from, I forget his name, but he's in King Crimson, and his wife. Oh, my God. Yeah. The vid- oh, What were they covering? The, they've been, the guy from King Crimson and his wife 
during the pandemic, like many other bands, have been releasing videos of them doing covers. And we're not just going to be talking about the covers we're going to talk about because there's been no concerts in like over a year. Sorry. Except for the spare, uh, the random uh, drive, drive-in movie theater concert. Uh, Frank Turner had one in England that was a disaster. Unfortunately, and I love Frank too. But it, I do too. Uh, People and, just and his his concert in London was a disaster. Yeah, uh, and so bands have gone to live streaming, yeah. and we're going to talk about some of the best and worst live streams that we've seen uh, since the beginning of the pandemic. And the reason that I want to talk about this is because this woman is like sixty-two years old, sixty. Five years old. I don't know how old she is. She's in her sixties. In her sixties for sure. Yeah. She's not young. And they're doing these covers, and they're they're decent. But the the one I saw, she had this white shirt on that was basically see through. And <laughs> yep. okay, I remember this. You remember now, the picture? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bring it up on my phone. I saw I, the video. I saw the video. I, I think they were doing a Metallica cover, weren't they? Uh. They were doing Joan Jett's I Love Rock and Roll. There's That's the what it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. There's that one. No, I there's recall. multiple ones. Oh, the, no, there's a, there's, there's a ton of them. The one I saw, I, I could have swore it was a fucking Metallica cover. And I'm like, look, I watched the video. I'm like, they're doing this on fucking purpose. You yeah. can see through that fucking shirt. And that's she wears not a, something I want to see. She wears right? a white shirt every time. And no, no fault of her own. She has some very pronounced nipples. And you can see them. Clearly through the shirt. Clear as fucking day. And she's a 65-year-old woman, and it's just awkward as hell. It's only awkward. It's awkward because not because of age or anything like that. It's awkward because it's like that's what you're trying. You're trying so hard just for that. Yeah. And it's like just do a cover. That's some people's fetish, and that's fine. Play some music. It's going to bring in listeners either way, but... uh... Yeah, it, I don't know. For the it wrong just, reasons. It takes all attention away from what they're playing, and you're just like, it's so in your face that it's like, that's all you focus on. It's very true. So we're going to talk about some of the live streams that it's we have very seen. True. I've watched every video. Every one of their covers? No. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, that, that's dedication. No. I didn't know you like King Crimson that much. No, I, mean, I they're, do like they're King Crimson. I like King Crimson. <laughs> King Crimson is good. Yeah, they're great. Fucking phenomenal. But watching every one of those cover videos, uh, I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, so we want. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of like it's kind of like a mix episode. Like we wanted to talk about like like cover songs that artists are doing to kind of stay relevant and just live streams from, in general. Yeah, from like this year, like recent time, and even in the past, and then just live streams in general. So, Phil, kick us off, man. I'm kicking us off with a doozy, and this is from. The very beginning of the pandemic, and it seems like a lot longer than that, and you guys are going to know it as soon as I say it, it's from, I looked it up to make sure that it was from the pandemic, because I remember this early last year. That close, And it was nine months ago. All right. All right. It is Puddle of Mud covering about a girl. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jesus, fuck. That was that was a good one. If you guys haven't if you guys haven't heard this yet, just we're gonna put it. You know, I'm gonna we're gonna put a clip in right now, just so you can hear. So here's a clip, just so you guys can hear it. Easy friend, I do with the head to hand, I do 
like it was like it it wasn't uh it feels like it was forever ago jared and i were just talking about this but it it was after the pandemic started yeah it's so crazy nirvana is my fucking favorite band of all time and i heard this and i was like if kurt could he would do it again yep (laughs) because that was so bad Honestly, it, it that acoustic good. guitar player looked like he was trying not to fucking burst out laughing. Oh, yeah. Watch the, watch the video. It's all if over YouTube. You watch the, yeah, that was a you fucking abomination. It. it was rough. The uh, I have I have a West Scanlon story because when I was in radio in Rochester, we had a, a little thing called Bonsai, and it was like Kerfuffle. It wasn't as big, but it was the same concept, basically. And one of the bands playing was Puddle of Mud. And... Rochester loves Puddle of Mud. Who knew? Well, they uh, love Cock Rock, though. Yeah, they love Cock Rock. Fucking <laughs> the Blue Cross Arena sold out for fucking Shine Down. But um, uh, yeah. Sick. And then I saw Biffy Clyro in front of 50 people. But oh, Biffy. <laughs> Biffy's so fucking good. Biffy's great. 50 people. Yeah, at Water Street. Mm. Rochester fucking. Ugh. I love Rochester, but the music scene there. Great. They, they, people in Rochester need to figure out good music. But, anyways. It's a rough one. Uh, he was playing our bonsai, and we were interviewing him, and he had a handler with him because he had so much problems. And we were like, "You want a beer, water, or like a like a mixed drink, anything?" And his handler was like, "He'll take a water." Oh God! Mm. And we were like, "Oh, I mean, okay." This is the same man that got onto a luggage thing in the airport and rode it around like it was a fucking Disney ride. He had a he had a forty five minute set. Yes, he did do that. He had a 45-minute set. He had a, what was it, a fifth of Jack? One of those, like, regular-sized bottles? Yeah. Yeah, he had a fifth of Jack. In 45-minute set, he killed the whole thing. Mm. Good for him. He's trying. Wow. He stumbled off the stage. Okay. His handler immediately took him to, the, to their trailer. Didn't see him the rest of the night. <laughs> He'll they were, they were like the third band on. So do you guys know who we Jesus. have to thank for the band Puddle of Mud? Who? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to say Limp Biscuit. It is the voice of a generation. No. Fred Durst yep. founded. Why? Founded Puddle of Mud. I do why? remember hearing this. Why? Because it's Fred Durst. He's the voice did of a generation. Did he put them together? No, no, not really. How did this found the band and kind of help further the like, career? How did he how did he found them? Basically, kind of like how Nickelback found Theory of a Dead Man. Yeah, they were just like, "Give us the shittiest music you can find." Jesus, and we'll sign <laughs> it. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's wait a, a minute. Absolutely. They did that too. Like, yeah, Nickelback is to blame for Theory of a Dead Man. Yes. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. No. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh god well, yeah. I'm sorry. They are now just known as Theory. Oh, really? Yeah, they got rid of that's a, dead a man. thing too. Why? Why? 
because I what happened way, to the dead man? I don't know. I just pay way too much attention to the shit. Well, the theory was there, and then the dead man went away because he's like, oh, I can't be a part of this music. <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Fair enough. I like one theory of a dead man song. I think if I passed on, I wouldn't want to be bothered with that music either. No. You Hell know? no. Hell no. I'm fucking Theoretically or not. Theoretically, I don't want to be part of your dead man. Santa exactly. Monica is an all right song. That's it. Santa Monica is by Everclear. Yeah. That's or, that's no. what I thought of when you said that. No, there's a, they, they, had a, or they have a Santa something song. Shows how much I know about Theory of a Dead Man. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's another another. I'm not even California. Gonna, I'm not even going to waste my time or our listeners' time looking up the name of that song. It might be Santa Monica. It might yeah, be. You're probably right. Just I'm, but, I'm go on the record and say Phil likes a song called Santa by Theory of the Dead Man. Theory I'm, of a Dead Man. I'm going to look it up right now. So you know what? While Phil's looking that up, sixteen-year-old me loved this song. This, Phil, this is the only song that Theory of a Dead Man I knew. Proud of you. I'm proud of you, man. While Phil looks that song up to uh, validate his Everclear mix-up, I'm going to go ahead and read uh, Wes Scantlin's and uh, Puddle of Mud's response to this about a girl. I'm going to say fiasco. So they responded to it by saying, rise above others who try and take you down. I'm at my best now, and that's all that matters. I pray for all of you because we care. Toxic people are a waste of time. We walk away with nothing but a smile. Hashtag rise above. So, I mean, when you hit rock bottom, I guess the only place to go is up. Is up. I just don't see that happening for Puddle of Mud. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know. Is that a song called Santa Monica? It was Santa Monica. It's called Santa Monica. Well, they're copying Everclear. It is not a cover, though. But that's that's the only song that pops up when someone says Theory of a Dead Man. They're fucking terrible live. Are they? Uh, They did a a zone show for us, and I just just went to all those shows because I had tickets even if I didn't like the band. And uh, good Lord, they were shit. I'm pretty sure you didn't even have to tell me that. In order for me to understand well, that they know, were going to suck live. Now you know. Now I know. I saw Shinedown live once Definitively. because they were part of like a... Going back to Shinedown because you mentioned them earlier. Rochester saw, fucking love Shinedown. They, I, I'm not into their music. I mean, obviously I know the radio hits who didn't know 45. 45 is a good song. You know, and then their cover of uh, Simple Man. The of if I have to hear that fucking Haley's Comet song one more time. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that song. I forgot about that. I liked it for like a split second. And then it was played and then they played everywhere. The fuck That's how out the radio is. Song. Yeah. That's how the fucking radio is. Um, but yeah, I saw Shinedown. They're actually pretty good live. I'll give it to them. They're part of like a bunch of bands. That came. I think Godsmack came. I think I just went because a bunch of people were going. Not my type of music at all, but I knew the hits. And I was like, yeah. And just listening to Godsmack go, Vodo, Vodo. <laughs> I was what like, all was right. That, what was that the intro to? Wasn't that like uh, uh, the Scorpion intro? King? What was it? it was, was it Scorpion King? The Mummy or Scorpion King? No, but wasn't it like an MTV show about like ghost hunting or something? Oh, I have no that idea. they would do like way back in the day. Oh my god! I'm not the one who's so yeah. far away. 
Sorry for our sorry for our sh- avid shine down and Godsmack fans out there. Mm. We apologize, kind of. You do you. You do you. you hey, know? you like what you like, so we're exactly. Not uh, Enjoy. I, I have another terrible cover. Oh wow! That, okay. I, What's I, that? Phil's coming out of the gate hot tonight. I just, oh. thought, I just thought about this one. Dang, it's terrible. What? And that is the celebrity version of Imagine. Oh my god! Wait, what? You never heard that over the no. over the summer. I never, it may I never have been heard the spring, that. There was all these celebrities got together and they all like did a like. It, it's it was not like uh, Wait, we are the world. It's they each like did a, a, a quick little portion of <laughs> of imagine, and it was terrible. Is that the thing oh, that yeah. was like memeified yes. about like how okay. All right. Oh, yeah. it, it, then it, I definitely I, heard I don't know. It. What's funny is a bunch of celebrities that have all this money and shit telling people just it's going to be okay. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. Or, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, you know. Like how Ellen DeGeneres was. Oh, like my saying, God. This, it's like being in prison in my house. Uh, I've only got 14 bedrooms, <laughs> eight bathrooms, a swimming pool, a masseuse, and a staff. And then it came out that she's two like, elevators. Cut. Wow, yeah. Phil, that's the first hard Whoa. C I've heard on this podcast. Whoa. That is a hard C. Wow. We might have to bleep that. Yeah. Here, here's the bleep. Bleep. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. I got you. We are, did are, it. Are, are we in delay? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, slightly. No, no everyone's going to know you just said that word. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah, so that Imagine cover, it was just like, you know, thanks for trying. Sick, but no. <laughs> you know, thanks, but fuck off. <laughs> no, and I think no. I speak for a lot of people, especially the internet. <laughs> the internet on that one. So yeah, that yeah. Imagine cover. It was just, yeah, that was just rough. But let's, you know what? Let's move on to something a little bit more, at least positive and upbeat when it comes to like at least music. During the pandemic. Uh, Rebecca Black's 10th anniversary of Friday. What are you talking about? 10th <laughs> anniversary is getting blown right 10th now. 10th anniversary. On yeah. Tuesday, she released the 10th anniversary remix of Friday. I didn't, I didn't even fucking kidding listen. Was that 10 years ago? 2011. I didn't even, no. I didn't even listen. No. Yep. I refuse. I haven't listened to it, but she dropped it. Because that just makes me old as shit. Like, how the fuck is that? You know what? It makes us all feel old. Let's let's do our first. Let's do our first reaction to in the podcast together. Let's play Rebecca Black's new song right now. We'll take a listen and we'll give you our honest judgment of it after we're done. So here's here's the new Friday. so mad yeah what was that might be one of the worst things i've ever heard what was yeah was there was three 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 oh three the moon three oh three in the video three oh three was the moon Uh what one of the guys from three oh three was 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 that alvin and the chipmunks Mm. it's a really weird way for 303 to stay relevant 
We should just find them and and send them to the moon. Why? That hurt to listen I, to. I just want to. Did anyone ask for this? No. No. Nobody, nobody asked for this. this. It's you know what, and this falls. I'm I, now. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's it's it falls under the fucking topic of trying to stay relevant. It's yeah. like, oh, it's a hundred. God, wait, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so she had that. She had a hit. I'm doing quotes right now. This is podcast land. She had a hit in Friday, but. Is this really staying relevant when you were never really relevant to begin with? Well, that's a good that's a good question. It was a hit in the sense that everyone was making fun of it. And like you would think that she would try and come back and do something serious with it and like try and like prove that she's an actual artist. Remember when she put out Saturday? Oh god. <laughs> she did. She had a I do. Saturday. I do recall that. But instead she went fucking full Alvin and the Chipmunks and then got people no one has heard of and 303 that hasn't done shit since they talked about Helen Keller. Like, I, I don't. While listening to that song, I couldn't help but wish that I was Helen Keller. <laughs> yeah, and talk with your hips. Yeah, yeah, seriously. That was so fucking rough. What a time. That was so fucking rough. Take me back to 2009 or wherever that song came out, please. Oh, I'd rather, yeah, I mean, at least that one was funny. And like of the like of the time, it was great. I don't know. Is that really 2009? Probably. It's early 2000 for sure. I know. I know. I just I feel so old. I forgot what we were gonna go. Oh wait, no. I now I remember because that just that hurt my soul. I just I I feel like all the energy was sucked out of me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking video was honestly. I just it was like watching like a, watching a that was fucking like, car accident. I was oh. like, what is happening? I, I saw the oh, video no. uh, when it came out on Tuesday, and I tweeted out that it that it was a fever dream. Rebecca, and I don't think why? I'm wrong. Uh, so, uh. well, I'm gonna lighten it up a little bit and say. One of my favorite bands, and Phil, I think you can attest to it too. Jared, I know you like them. Um, Mm -hmm. Patreon has become a huge thing during the pandemic for most bands that are, you know, either self-funded, like have their own label and whatnot. Right. um, Or just, you know, even DIY bands that are unsigned and, you know, not as recognized. But Manchester Orchestra started a Patreon. And they started releasing like old merch, limited runs of like collectible vinyl, which I've lost a lot of money, you know, just because of their Patreon, but it's so worth it. But um, they've also been putting out like old demos and like live videos, and they have a podcast that they started. And it's absolutely phenomenal. Really? They started a podcast? They started their own podcast just talking about the band, like where they've been from and blah, blah, blah. Really, all they talk about is, is simple math. Yeah, I noticed that. They talked it, about that. Well, it, I it, mean, the whole idea of the podcast is basically each episode is talking about a song off Simple Math. Yeah. That's so I, I don't know, cool. I don't know how much further they're going to go with it after they cover the whole album. They're pr- almost done. Yeah. But it is it, it is interesting to listen to. I mean, even that, though, like, that's that's pretty rad that they're going through and just... Dissecting they a like, great album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just did a live concert last night. Really? It's uh, it was recorded and during it they announced new music, but yeah, they'd played uh, their latest album, Black Metal to the Surface, front to back. 
Yeah, how, how was that? I it didn't was get great. to watch it yet. It's on YouTube. I'm, I'm gonna it's be like an hour long. It's on uh, Patreon. Sweet. Their Patreon, too. Yep. Well, so the Patreon takes it. you to the YouTube. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be watching it probably tomorrow at some point. Yeah, it was really good. That'll be my Valentine's gift to me. Ooh. Manchester Orchestra concert. I'm watching Harry Potter tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Phil's going to be... All uh, of them? No. Oh, I, I will see how many I get. I'm off work Monday, so maybe two tomorrow. Two Monday. We'll see. There's... Hmm. I've, nice. I've never there's seen a Harry eight Potter films, isn't there? Yeah, there's eight. I've never seen that. So you should do them. four tomorrow and then four on Monday. They're like two, almost three hours each. No, they're not. Yeah. The first one they're is like, two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, it's not three hours. Time. It's fifteen minutes away from three hours. You're gonna yeah, but it's not three hours. You said it's three hours. I said it's two and a half to three hours. You really want me to do this right now, Josh? Anyway, but Phil's gonna be uh, watching Harry Potter because he's never seen it. Um, any of them, and he's going to be live tweeting that tomorrow. So definitely follow him at Josh Gad on Twitter. <laughs> I quit. You can't quit. You can't quit a place that you live in. It's true. <laughs> it's tough to do. But no, Manchester Orchestra has been absolutely killing it. I can't wait for the new music. Uh, they did a Christmas like medley album thing. They did like a bunch of songs. They did like medley. I, they've done everything, and their unreleased shit has been great. So that's a positive thing to come at least musically out of this podcast. That er, out of podcast out of this pandemic. Um, that uh, you know, just bands releasing like demos and B sides and shit like that. I know there's other bands doing it as well, but it's nice that music still trudging forward regardless of the state of the world it's always super cool to hear yeah i i, I love b-sides i love things like that that are just like you know i don't know it kind of gives you like a deeper look into the band and like what they're doing and oh absolutely 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 it's interesting and interesting. it makes you wonder on some of the b-sides like why did why did you cut that song i wonder why i wonder what the thought process was behind that right right Sometimes it's like, I wish you would have just put that out. Yeah. Instead of like keeping it a B side or like, you know, not wanting it. You know how many B sides? In the public arena, but. It is kind of random, but you know how many B sides there are for Stadium Arcadium? Well, it's a. 42. It's a 40 song album. Yeah, there's like 13, 13 or 15 B sides. It's a whole that. other album. Yeah, I, basically. Yeah, I, w- they, I wouldn't they even They wanted doubt to do that. three, and their label was like. Two's fine. Like, yeah. Two albums is fine. But it's just insane that a band can just get together and record 60 songs and just be like, okay. Okay, let's pick which ones we've yeah. got. <laughs> God, I, str- I struggle sometimes just going, I need to write another and that, one. That's why I kind of like uh, what, what a lot of bands are doing now is where you, you don't so much get B-sides as you do... Uh, EPs bands will put out a, a five or six song EP and it's basically it, it might be shit they're working on now it might be stuff they left off the last album that they fixed right. up well but, sidebar we really are now in the era of the EP and yeah. single like hey, a yeah. full album well, now is albums and pop music is obsolete oh absolutely you, you can't do an Very album in pop, in pop music uh, unless unless every song is going to be a single no one's going to buy yeah, an album bother. Which is which is fine. Which like the weekend's new album is great, is phenomenal. Which is was really ambitious in the era of what we just talked about. You know, where or it's the era of the single and pop, especially. 
And the weekends like are yeah, pop R and B kind of. What's what's his new album? Because I haven't I haven't um, heard about that. Oh, what's oh, it what's called? The name of it. Oh, Afterglow. I think hmm. I think you're right. I think it's called Afterglow. I think I just pulled that out of my ass. But it's really good. You've probably heard the song that's been played fucking four billion times on Spotify. Blinding Lights. Yeah. Blinding Lights. Did you watch Super Bowl? Yeah. It was the big one that he did on the field with all but the people. The Super Bowl glitched out in the middle of me watching oh, it. Oh, really? So, yeah. During the halftime. Very polarizing halftime show. I let, thought it was epic. Let, I thought it was bad. Let, let me give you a spoiler. <laughs> let me give you a spoiler. The Chiefs came back and won. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well. I know you wanted Brady to get his seven. I put all the, my money the, on Tom. You did? So, oh, yeah. Damn. Sorry, bud. Screws me. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jared, Jared, you had, back back on our topic, you had yeah. a uh, stream that you're, or a live video that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, I was scrolling through Facebook, and I'm, like, never on there. So, uh, it was interesting, but I was scrolling through and I saw that like Goldfinger had a live stream going on and with the whole like resurgence of Tony Hawk one and two being oh, yeah. remade I was just and, all say that that. and everything like it kind of seemed like it was the time for them to do a live stream and to just get back out there like that. And Everything that they played was amazing. Like, they sounded great. To, it was it was incredible. And I forgot how many Goldfinger songs I knew. Also, it was yeah, like oh, right. So like you it's listen not just to it, Superman. And it's like holy shit. Like, Everyone yeah, knows I know Superman. This whole you know yeah, and they were amazing. They sounded like they did like back in the day. So yep. it, it you can't you can't complain they have about to be. something like that. They like, have to be. Are they they have to be in their fifties easily. Oh yeah, they've been around forever. I mean, I think they have. A, I think they have a couple new members, but they're at least in their late forties, early fifties. Right, and they they've sounded great. So good. They sounded like Darren sounded like, you know, like when he first wrote the songs. Yep. So you you can't complain about that. Uh, That's awesome. Absolutely, it was it was incredible. It just brought me right back. Because the way I discovered Goldfinger is just like everybody our age. Tony Hawk. say Tony Hawk. Right. And just seeing them do Superman, I was like, oh my God, yes. This is what we fucking needed. Take it's great, back. too. Like, they played it so well. And, like, it's amazing to be able to put that together, like, with everybody in a separate room, yep. setting up their own camera and yep, all that junk. Like, it, 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 it's not easy. No. Not at all. And like getting the the right sound out of everybody because it it's not a, like a one size fits all like No, you're trying to not. like yeah, you're trying to get the right sound for like guitar and then drums and then singing and all that like it, it it's kind of crazy that they were able to put that together the way it is. I like, mean, going back to to everyone being in separate places, I think it's interesting to see in a whole bunch of these live streams you get to see inside their homes right that is cool yeah like, like you get to see a little like you get to see their trinkets into their world yeah you get to see like what posters they have on their wall what books they have on their shelf 
Right, like, right. Yeah. What, what their studio looks like. Like it, it's it's really interesting. It, it's it's definitely sweet. It, I don't know. It, it makes you feel closer to the artist. Yep. In a way. It really and, does. And, that, and I that's there are a few things about the pandemic that I do like. Uh, as bad as the pandemic has been, that's one of them. Uh, another is less crowds everywhere. That that's been nice. That is kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. yeah that is nice. <laughs> Uh, during the beginning of the pandemic when there was nobody on the roads, that was real nice. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. great. My commute to work was so quick. I do miss that. Great. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but uh, Gold, Goldfinger, I almost forgot their name. Their live stream was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, another good thing to come out of the pandemic is love, love or hate late night TV shows. The performances that they've gotten from people just doing weird random shit on late night performances because they're from home or they're in a studio. It's been really interesting uh, to name a few. Phoebe Bridgers is one that comes to, to the top of my head. She did one for one of the late night shows in her bathroom where oh, she was playing sweet. toy instruments for a song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, she did one for Seth Meyers where she was walking through like uh, a stage production. Uh, there was uh, fleet foxes did one in a church Oh, that one was so fucking good. Um, I, there's so many, I can't even name how many there have been, but Late Night TV has really benefited from the performances from these artists. And speaking of Phoebe Bridgers, she's been in the news lately because a bunch of boomers are mad at her for smashing a, a guitar on Saturday Night Live. What? Because women can't do yeah. what men do, apparently. She, to some people. she played a song that builds up at the end and gets really heavy. And it was sweet. It's sweet. And then she smashes her guitar. She was great on that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And I enjoyed I'm, that. I'm a, I'm a big Phoebe Bridgers fan. I think she's great. And all these, like David Crosby and shit are all Yeah, like, he said, uh, yeah, he said, he was like, leave the guitar smashing to, to the, the men. men. Basically. And it's like, oh, David oh, Crosby, is. go do a bunch <laughs> more fucking cocaine and lose all your money. Yeah. You old fuck. <laughs> a bunch of old white male musicians are mad at her because... Of that, course. That's something that rock stars do, and she's that's, not a rock that's star. Some, it's Jimi Hendrix should yeah. be doing that. You're not allowed to smash a guitar that you paid money for. What the fuck? You could smash anything you want that you paid money for. Absolutely. Exactly. I will smash anything I want. And Phoebe Bridger said it was a bucket list thing, so fuck yeah. Hey, fuck yeah, good for You her. want to smash Hell a guitar yeah. on Saturday Night Live? Hell Way yeah. Way to go, girl. Fucking do it. Fucking do Get it. Get it. As long as you're not... Uh, Jessica Simpson's sister, fucking Ashley Simpson, and lip syncing. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ashley was she did a hoedown. And then doing a weird, yeah, weird. She did hoedown a hoedown off stage, just oh, like a panic <laughs> hoedown. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it, it just amazes me how mad everybody got at that. It's like really. <laughs> How I really? Even, I didn't even know people got mad about oh, that. Yeah. Like well, I just thought it was. See, a Jared, great, you're not like, on Twitter. Yeah, that's true. I don't twit. <laughs> you don't. You don't twat. No, I don't twat. Not a twatter. Not a twatter. Never been a twatter. Maybe, maybe to your close friends, but to me, you've always been a twat. Uh, yes. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, a lot of bands have also done uh, like paid concerts where you, you have to pay to get in. And one of them actually turned me into a fan of a band I never yes! thought I'd be a fan of. Yes! You're welcome! 
Did I, did we talk about this band when we did our bands from Buffalo? And I said I didn't really like them. We did. Yeah, I, I kind of like them now because their their music's okay. All right, but but so but who... them as like people, fucking hilarious. Every and time I die. That is uh, the Titathon. What? Yeah, Phil. Phil I forgot told, about that. You I always Phil, you always dislike them. Yeah, I'm I'm an Etid fan now. Good. Wow. Well, I, I told him I was Max like, is my favorite song. I was they're like, great. I'm gonna they're get I'm gonna get live. the Titathon. Do you want to watch it with me? And he's like, They're fun. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll watch it. We were fucking laughing our goddamn asses off. It yeah. was so the fucking uh, cameos they were getting. Man, Manchester teased the new song and they fucking and they, faked audio problems. Yeah, they faked audio problems with Ma- Andy Hall was on there playing a, <laughs> and Man- Andy and huh. Manchester played a new song and cut out. I was like, oh no, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Fucking Rick from Pawn Stars. Yeah. <laughs> what they, what, basically what they did is I think they got cameos from people. Yeah. And then did you watch it? No. Okay. So ba- I think oh, that was so good. I think they got cameos from people like not really knowing what it was for. Right, right. And right. then uh Keith, lead singer, right? Yeah, Keith would be doing Keith like Buckley. would be doing like a like he was sitting at like a, a late night talk show desk and he'd have the video and he'd pretend he's doing an interview asking him questions <laughs> and they just play these clips from the cameos <laughs> and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> fucking Gilbert Gottfried was Gilbert on there. Gilbert Gottfried. Fucking oh, that's uh, awesome. uh Adam Lazar from Taking Back yep. Sunday playing a new crappy song that he said was a new song and it was just like Brian Fallon was on there yeah Brian Fallon was on there too I love Brian Fallon same oh, thing shit. he glitched out didn't he I think so it was, yeah. it was funny though it was it was, it was funny it, and they and sounded great they sounded great live and I'm not into the heavy heavier shit but it, it was good besides it being funny I think the best part about it was th- at one point they were playing one of their songs and they started wrong yeah and it fucked up so they fucked up because musicians fuck up. No matter how long you've been playing songs, you fuck up. Yep. Right. And they fucked up and they looked at each other. They all laughed. And then they started again and just fucking killed it. And I love, like, you could edit that out. You right. could easily just edit that out and fucking, it never happened. Nope. Our fans don't have to see it. But no, it, it keeps it real and it was so awesome. It was so genuine. They're laughing and they were like, just do it again. And they fucking just started again and just fucking murdered the song. I forget what song it was, but it was so good. Yeah, don't ask me because I only know a few songs, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm starting so to listen to so more Eated. But yeah, no, Eated, Eated's fucking Titathon this year to replace the When Christmas concerts shows. come back, I hope to go to their uh, Titathon. Is that what it's called? Wait, no, it's not. Uh, no, no, it's the, uh, uh, the Christmas tid the show. Season. The tid, Christmas, the tid the yeah, season. Tid the season. Shows how much I know about I'm new. I'm new here. It's He's a new. Great show. He's new, but we'll we'll get him into it. It's oh, fun. Jer- okay, it's fun. so so Jared and I went to the 2019 um, to the season, and it was at Riverworks. And I think I speak for both Jared and myself when I say uh, we don't really remember all that no, much of it. There was a lot of beer. A lot of beer, <laughs> a lot of shots. I knew the one bartender; yeah. he was my buddy, and we just kept going. But I've—I mean, I've seen every time I die a bunch of times. So was Jared, and getting in the pit and fucking just throwing down—I don't know—it was just fucking great in there. Yeah, it was such a fun fucking. Day. I mean, awesome. I might be biased because Alt Buffalo did a lot of stuff there, but I like concerts at Riverworks. I think it's a good venue. I do. I think it's a good venue. The sound—the sound is better than it used to be. Yeah, it, the, when it yeah. first started out, the sound was rough. But other than Town Ballroom, probably my favorite venue in Buffalo. Really? 
waiting room is I don't like venues where the stage it, is the same rec level. Room now. Is, rec room, is rec room. the waiting room even open? Anymore? No, rec room. No, sorry, okay. Yeah, rec room, yeah. All right. Waiting uh, room was cool. Yeah. But the sound, sometimes it the sound was. was rough. Yeah. yeah. I played uh, there a bunch. It was waiting rough. room is okay. Uh, rec room. Rec room. I keep saying waiting room. It's the same owner. Yeah. It's rec it room. is. Yeah, rec room. It's pretty it's much Chris, the same Chris thing. Ring. Yeah, it's Chris Ring. Uh, rec room is okay. Uh, it's just not big enough. Uh, Mohawk Place is okay. Mohawk. Mo- I love, love Mohawk, Mohawk just because of how... In the nice for local house, music, it's a yeah, dive bar. I, but I love so it though. Not good. even local music. Like I no, have they have seen, I, I've only seen local music there. So yeah. Oh okay. I saw the chariot on their like oh, so final tour before they ended and everything, and that was just a crazy show to see there, especially with being so close and everything, and like. The fucking bassist was swinging from the goddamn rafters, <laughs> so and <good>. like <laughs> they were, they were amazing. That was that was super fun. It's coming up on the one year anniversary of the last show that Mike and I went to, which was at Key Bank. The Lumners. The Lumners. Ooh, the Lumners. Yeah, yeah. They sing that song that goes, "Ho, hey." Yes, oh. it's actually "Hey Ho." Oh, oh, Ophelia. Yeah. They yeah. did Ophelia mm-hmm. too. Ophelia, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lumineers were good. Lumineers were fun. Yeah. And little did we know that was the last concert we'd see for. We also oh. got to meet them. We did get we, to meet them. What's cool? What's funny is is so we were in so because Phil uh, with all Buffalo and whatnot, um, we we had the opportunity to meet them and it, it was great. And we we're in line right to meet them, and there was these two girls in front of us, and it was like those two, Phil and I, and like three other people and it was nick river's wife and a friend of ours and then there was like one random person behind them i think one or two and the first two they went in and they were in and out in like two minutes in and out took a picture they were all giddy and blah 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 phil and i went in there and we we ended up talking to them for like 10 15 minutes like just like so like what's like the songwriting process about like where are you guys going next on your tour like this is like just being real. And they like opened right up to us, I felt. They were just Talk shooting. chicken wings? Yeah, they were just yeah, shooting it's... the shit about places around Buffalo that they got to see. And they're like, yeah, no, we've been here a few times and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, what were you guys going next on your tour? And I forget where they said, but they're like, oh, yeah, we've been here, here, and here. Like, we just we just kicked this off, you know? So it's we're really excited. I was like, it's it's just nice connecting like that. We, you know we have mean? a real nice guys. We have That's a, pretty rad. We have yeah. a signed poster from them. Like a sign, it's a mini poster, but like their tour was going like into the fall. Like they oh, have so yeah. many, like yeah. we, we were like the sixth stop on the tour. Yeah. And then it just ended. Uh, Which sucks. Mount Joy opened for them. Mount Joy was great. Mount Joy was good. Yeah. Mount Joy hmm. was definitely but yeah, good. Yeah. 26th, January or February 26th, 2020 was the last concert I went to. Mike and I. Yeah. Sucks. Today's 13th. Sucks. It does suck. I just want to go see mm-hmm. bands again. Which right? is why we're talking like, about bands that are just doing stuff online, which is good. Just miss seeing them live, you know? Just everybody. Even yeah. lo- local shows especially. You know, I, I, I'll be the first to admit that I took local music even for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like I always said in my mind, like, you know, and, and, and not plugging myself, but I play out a lot, you know, when we can. I try to at least as much as I can. And just because I love it and it's fun, it's just nice, you know, blah, blah, blah. But like... 
even like when I was playing out, I noticed like I wasn't going out as much to support and like see my friends or just other local bands that are kill- fucking killing it to, you know, just support and just support our local music scene. And this has been eye opening for me. Like as soon as like everything opens back up and I can go see band, I'm just going every fucking night. I don't even care if I stop in for 10 fucking minutes just to see a few songs. Like I can't, I can't wait. I'm just going to go to every fucking thing I see. Well, it just gives you a different look on things because it, it it's like we've, we haven't had anything like, we, like, yeah, we've been able to see, you know, these live streams and stuff like that. But how good is the live stream compared to like being in a crowd of people getting elbowed in the face while you're holding a beer and spilling it on your shoes because of whatever, you know, I miss it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. It was a good time. What I wouldn't give to just go into a bathroom at a venue and just smell smell those <laughs> rotten urinal cakes again. I don't know if I missed that. I'll take that at this point. Part. I'll take that at this point. <laughs> I miss going to the bathroom and just hearing someone from the stall going. <sighs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Even that. Just people, you know, breathing real deep before yeah. they blow yeah. their nose. That deep breathe. <laughs> Just getting that that good oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're Sucking maximizing their oxygen input. Mm. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, as soon as the show's open back up, ah, fucking everything. And I'm taking whoever with me whenever. So you boys yeah. better be ready because you guys are going to a lot of fucking shows. I'm in. Let's get it. So... Right now, though, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Um, We're going to come back after this commercial break for you, which, let's be honest, the only reason you even listen to us is for these fucking stupid-ass commercials. I think... Everybody clamors for them. Yeah, it's the commercial. Like, what we talk about is bullshit. And it's a holiday, so you know what that means. Yeah, it's a holiday, so... We're getting an an Eddie Vedder cover album. Yeah, we we are... (laughs) Of another another Vetter album. Vetter together. Vetter together. Let it roll. Let it roll. Are you looking to express to your partner how much you care this Valentine's Day? Well, lucky for you, we have just the thing. The Eddie Vetter Acoustic Valentine's Day album. Who knows love better than Eddie Vetter? So come join us through the Tunnel of Love with songs like better together you now better together when I'm with you there's nothing that competes mm-hmm. so baby please come back to me I'm sorry I didn't realize that you had that allergy I should have known much better before this valor cover himself with that delicious dream. I should have saw the sound I lost when I jumped into a bed that wouldn't be the butterfly. The game of dating. Open up my telephone. That's how we do it nowadays. Swapping left and swapping right. Matches with me. 
chocolate heart. Eating chocolate all alone on February day. Text the tram, say I've got a plan. We should meet up and play. They say we can, but without wives, it's Valentine's Day. Cupid's arrow. He likes the arrows fly. They say he always hits. But when it comes to it, Cupid, he always miss. Why don't you try to hit me for once, you stupid baby angel shit? Oh, fuck it. I don't care. So make this Valentine's Day the best one yet and pick up Eddie Vedder's new album, Better Together, today. You and I are better together When I'm with you, there's nothing that competes I think uh, Eddie's got some relationship issues he's got to work out. He might. Oh, you think so? Yeah, he might. I mean... Because he's on our label, I've heard the album already, and it's mm. uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot of uh, heartache and a lot of him apologizing for something he did that you heard in one of the songs. Hey, you, you, you just you gotta just wear your heart on your sleeve sometimes, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's just what happens, you know. I mean, speaking of Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam, they did a uh, they released an album at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh. What, what Blood Wolf Moon or whatever? Something like that, was yeah. Was the single? <laughs> I, I thought it was an okay album. It was it, different. Yeah, it was different. Uh, but they did a uh, a cover, or not a cover, a version of uh, their first single, which... Uh, something the something. I don't... It was a weird song title. But the, the Eddie Vedder had, like, a camera that he handheld... And it was like super close to his face, and there was like lights going off everywhere. It was weird. Oh, like that Huey Lewis in the news music video. It wasn't as close as that to his face. Oh, but it was it was Eddie Vedder holding it while he had a microphone as well. Great. Mm. Yeah, it was interesting. Oh. That that was way at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, jeez. Dance of the Clairvoyant. That's the song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just popped in my head. So getting back on topic of uh, just like. Things going on in the pandemic, artists trying to stay relevant with covers and stuff like that. We really haven't touched on many artists trying to be relevant or appeal to a different audience with uh, covers. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring up uh, Miley Cyrus mm. and uh, all the covers that she's been doing. That's all she's been doing. Yeah, basically. She hasn't yeah. released like anything original. It's all been covers. Well, I guess I'm biased. I don't know. I, I It's weird for me because... My Miley's got a great voice. I just, for some reason, don't like it. I, I, I I've I never really been a fan of it. I her cover of Jolene is probably the best thing I like, and I think it's phenomenal. That is a great cover. It's a yeah. great cover. 
I just so she did Heart of Glass. Um, she did. Uh, didn't she do a Joan Jett song recently? Yeah, I love rock and roll. She was, I love rock and roll. She did uh, Fade Into You, Mazzy Star, Zombie. I didn't like Zombie. No, and I, I don't. It's not because it wasn't done well. It's just I don't know what it is about it. It's just not my. I guess it's just not for me. I don't know. It's not my thing. I just I don't know. Yeah, she's she's got a hell of a voice on her. She's a hell of a voice. You know what? I obviously. I mean, I don't want to say obviously. It's just you know, like you guys know me well. So like her music that she put out post that country stuff that she was putting out and doing. It's just not up my alley. So I mean, I, Party in the USA like is a jam. Party in the USA was pretty good. <laughs> Honestly, I, I mean, I don't mind that song. But her like and the Jay Z song stuff, was on. Her, her yeah, Wrecking Ball was good mm-hmm. during her pop stuff that she released afterward. I, I, I liked Wrecking Ball actually, and it was a great video. I thought it, I thought it was an awesome video. You thought it was great because she was basically naked. No, no, no. Honestly, no. I just thought it was a really great video because it really coincided with her message in the song. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Nick, again, she's, she's my sister watched Hannah Montana, so I have no attraction to Miley Cyrus. So it's I've just, never watched well, Hannah Montana. That's like a core memory of. Uh, I haven't either. Nah. Well, my little sister used to watch it when she was very, very young. So, yeah. No, I just see Miley as I mean, Hannah I, Montana. <laughs> I, I never watched Boy Meets World either. So what? That's, that's fucking blasphemy. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. I, I wasn't, End of podcast. Where Thanks for listening, you? guys. I wasn't a Disney Channel kid. Hmm. What were you? Nickelodeon. Yeah, but you can be both. You could be both. I wasn't. We were both. I wasn't. Well, you just oh, wow. <sighs> you just find it so every day. Like you find Rugrats. Ready, and... here, oh, Rugrats was my shit, Doug. Every yeah. day, real monsters. Ah, every real day monsters. you find a new way to disappoint me. Every day I drift further from God. Uh, another show that I've only seen like one or two episodes of is a very popular one. Recess. Yeah, what? I've only seen like that was one a or great two episodes. Show. Back on topic though, because I good. saw your tweet the other day about the one thing that you could talk for hours on top of your head is Nickelodeon shows. So we're going to skip over this for a different <laughs> episode. So what do, you, what do you guys think about the Miley covers? Do you I mean, think, so here's here's the question: Do you think that she's trying to stay relevant? No, Miley is one of those people that is relevant enough. She can do whatever she wants at this point. Hence, why she's doing covers. You think so? Yes, I, I can agree. I with don't that think statement. so. I you don't, don't think so? No. Why not? Like, because all right, at this point, I feel like she has to do covers to relate to a crowd that. She wasn't I mean, getting listeners. From, now, if so, if you're saying is she pandering, then I'll say yes. All right. Well, it, yeah, what's the difference pandering. between pandering and because doing covers? To she's already relevant. one of the biggest pop stars in the world. Right. But uh, no, no, hold on. Is she still though? He might be opening my mind here a little bit to his side because here's my thing. Here's here's my question, not my thing. My, what he? I think what Jared's trying to not even trying like he's doing a good job in my opinion. Is her, what was her pop phase with Wrecking Ball? That was a, a little. Like how long ago? Like five was years that? ago. Five, yeah, five, five, five years, years ago. ago. So she hasn't. In, Who cares? She hasn't released anything. I mean, recently she did uh, an album with the Flaming Lips that was terrible. That was bad. I was didn't that. even know that. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about that Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. That was cover. like twenty seven. Oh, okay. Oh, right. my so I remember God. that. 
That was, was awful. It was awful. So, oh, but God, but what people, is this other than trying to stay relevant by covering bands she, that people like? She's not. She's not like a one-hit wonder that's trying to stay in the spotlight. Like she's one of those people. Yeah, she did the flaming lips thing, but she's still got legions of fans that still will follow anything she does. That's what I'm saying. It's like, even after five, six years, yeah. since the last thing. Even even through her, I'm going back to country phase, and then she was like, "Just kidding, I'm doing rock and roll covers." I, she's mm. to me, she's like a she's not as popular, but she's up there with like a Taylor Swift, where she can do whatever she wants and people will listen to it. I don't agree. She's I big, feel like she's it's big been a pop star. Speaking of Taylor Swift, we've already talked about her two new albums, but uh, Phil actually showed me the other night that. Uh, Taylor is redoing all of her classic hits because her label, She's redoing that piece every song. of shit, owns all of her stuff because she lost her court case. Yep. And now she's Wait, redoing... What? Yeah, the label owns all of her stuff. She had a predatory producer yep. that basically all of her... If I'm, I, I might get some of the details wrong, but pretty much all of her music, she doesn't own the rights to. No shit. So all of her shit, she... I mean, she gets paid for, but she doesn't get full credit for it. She doesn't own the music. So she's re-recording all of her stuff, so it's her version of it. Yeah, so she what a pain in the ass. Yeah. Pain but, in the ass, but, but good more, on her. For good on her. I, I'm becoming a Swifty. Yeah, oh, I, I like the direction she's going. Her, her fucking two new albums are too. fucking phenomenal. Honestly, I like that she's back to just doing music. I'm a full-blown Swifty. Whatever I, Look What You Made Me Do was was an abomination. Yep. I hated that fucking song. It was yeah, terrible. Yeah, that was... 1989 was an okay album. I'm not yeah. in the pop, really. Speaking of, of quarantine shit, uh, I know you probably haven't seen it, but I watched it recently. Uh, when she released Folklore, she made a documentary about recording the album. He watched that it. That was you, great. You watched I watched that. Oh, yeah. That was actually it. Yeah. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's yeah. fantastic. I didn't get a chance it's to watch so it. It's so good. I wanted it, to watch the one on Beyonce, too. Isn't there a Beyonce one on I, there? I think there is. Yeah. Black but, is king, right? Yes, I've only seen yeah. the Taylor Swift one, but it, it's really good. She's got some performances it's, in there. Her her uh, performance of Evermore, or not Evermore. Um, what's the song with Bonnie Bear? Bonnie Bear, isn't it? Like most oh, of them. Shit. Um, he does Evermore on the second album, but the first one, it's. Um, I forget. I forget it, the song. It's, it's amazing, but it's though. good. Like, it's, it's really, really well and he looks yeah. like he's robbing a train during the whole recording of it. <laughs> He does. I did see that video. Yeah, I showed you. I showed yeah, you. The you, video. Sh- you showed me that one. Yeah, Bonnie yeah. Bear looks like he's robbing a train. He does. Yeah, but and he's got the lyrics in front of him, which I thought was really funny. But but, but honestly, though, like that documentary was great. Yeah, I gotta watch yeah. it. So I gotta you watch gotta that. see it. You gotta Taylor see it. Swift person. If you told me three years ago it, that I was gonna be a huge Taylor Swift fan, I would have fucking laughed at you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. Absolutely. But but back on Miley, I'm gonna go ahead and say. Yeah, the covers aren't for me. Her Heart of Glass covers probably, in my opinion... They're her, not for me either, but... Her best cover. People like them. People... Uh, Zombie I didn't like. On social media, people love the covers. No, it's yeah. good. I, I guess it's a beneficial thing in a way to show younger audiences who are already fans of her classic songs. Yeah. Right. So, you know, get them into the influences, you know, so... Speaking of weird covers... That's true. Uh, and I know Mike and I are fans of them. I'm, I'm assuming you are as well. Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave Grohl. Oh, yeah. During uh, what Jewish holiday was it? Hanukkah. It was Hanukkah. Hanukkah covers. 
Can you ask me that question again? What Jewish holiday was, was the Dave Grohl covers, Mike? Chinooka. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh. There's, I, I thought it was Hanukkah. I didn't want to just say it. But they did eight covers. Him and um, someone. I can't remember who else did it. Uh, I, I can't remember. It was Kurt something, I think. Yeah. But the guy's name was. They, a couple of them were really fucking weird. So yeah. what's funny is right we before we started the podcast... I showed Jared uh, the peaches. Peaches. Cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> peaches. <laughs> Sucking on your titties to hear, like you wanted me calling. To me. hear Dave Grohl <laughs> yeah. going, it Sucking was... on my titties like you wanted me calling me all the time. Like, Bonnie, check out my prissy behind. It's fine all of the time. It's like, <laughs> it's really weird. Uh... Dave? <laughs> D- Mr. Grohl? You okay? Why? Like, honestly, like, that's like the last, like, I feel like, like, it it superseded everything I had on my bucket list to hear Dave Grohl sing that song. Yeah. Like, I can die yeah, a happy man. Yeah, it was man. pretty great. I can die yeah. a happy man. I never would have fucking thought I would have heard agree. Dave Grohl cover Peaches. Yeah. But, yeah, no, no, yeah, Dave Grohl uh, went ahead and did Eight Nights of Hanukkah this year. Yep. Um, we referred to it, by the way, as Chinooka earlier because oh my god, Smokey Robinson, Smokey Robinson's video. If you haven't seen oh, it, no. look up. Just look up Smokey Robinson cameo. Yeah. You're welcome now. But yeah, I, I don't know what Chinooka is, but I wish you a happy, happy Chinooka. Yeah, I was like, oh no, Smokey. <laughs> well, oh no, Smokey, Smokey, oh. what are you doing? No. Google it, my guy. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, Dave Grohl did uh, Eight Nights of Hanukkah and eight covers. And there were some good fucking covers there. He did Bob Dylan. He did uh, Beastie Boys in yep. there. Um, I miss the Beastie Boys. Oh, who, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Right. Beastie Boys were fucking great. One of those bands that I never got to see live. Oh, me neither, no. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Adam Yauch. Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, Anybody else? Like, come on. Name I another got, quarantine I mean, thing that you guys like. Either live or just any artist that we're trying to say. I got about. a shout out during a quarantine concert. Yeah. Oh, you did? I did. From the Dirty Nil. Ah, yes. They were. Uh, they did this thing where basically, they. I thought it was really cool. It was a live stream tour where basically if you were in the city where the tour was, you could pay to see the live stream. And they did Buffalo, Pittsburgh, like all, all the stuff. And they, it was recorded in the same spot. But it was in the background. They would have they had visions of the city and stuff. And I know people that work cool. that work with the Dirty Nil. So I had uh, toot my own horn, but I got links to all the live streams. And I was watching them. And then they did the Buffalo one. And I, I was working at the time. And I wasn't watching it live. I was going to watch it later. And... Uh, my buddy who works for the label for the Dirty Nil was t- texted me and he was like, the Dirty Nil just gave you a shout out on their live stream. And I'm like, hey, you're fucking kidding me. Like, about what? <laughs> and he was like, are you watching right now? I'm like, I'm at work. I can't watch. And he sent me the link and I clicked on it and I'm watching. I'm watching. And they're talking about, oh, thank you, Buffalo. Shout out, Buffalo. We love you, blah, blah, blah. And then Luke, the lead singer, he goes, uh, shout out, Phil Kennedy. Fuck trapped. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Phil's trapped war. I just got, I got a shout out from Dirty No. They knew about the trapped war. We could do a whole fucking episode. We could do a whole. We, we touched on it a little oh, bit man. during the one hit wonder episode, but we could do a whole episode on, on fucking trapped. In our opinion here at Front Porch Podcast, we, uh, 
we are going to nominate Trap right now for One Hit Wonder of Eternity. Yeah. We could do an episode on Trap's antics during the quarantine. Hey, really they're banned, good. Like, they're banned from social media. Yeah, they did good. enough. Before they got banned, uh, I got blocked from every one of their social medias. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I got banned from Twitter, Instagram. Facebook. Facebook. I didn't even try Snapchat. I don't even know if they have a Snapchat. I don't want to know if they have a Snapchat. No, no. Probably, if I was on LinkedIn, they would probably ban me from LinkedIn. Hell yeah. I probably can't listen to their Spotify. I wish they were on LinkedIn because I would apply to be their lead singer. <laughs> oh my God, I, I could eat. Dude, you know how easy it would be to do that? Echo, echo, echo. I could be their That's lead singer. You, exactly. Yeah, well, well, don't take my thunder here, man. Come on, well, I want to I be the next singer of Trapped. <laughs> Do you? Do you really? Fuck no. Fuck no. I'd rather be in Palo Sounds Lamont. Sounds like it. Rather be in Palo Lamont, thanks. Oh, God. He's in, man! Bringing it back to the beginning of the episode. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. Nah, fuck Trapped. Fuck Trapped. Again. Mm. I've watched a lot of music during quarantine. Airborne Toxic Event did a quarantine concert. Yeah, it was great. I watched the shit out of that. Yeah, it was great. I saw. I think I caught a little bit of that when I came home. Yep, they were. They did their played a whole bunch off their new album, one of my favorite records of the year. Um, there's been a lot of local acts doing yeah. a lot of stuff too, which is great. I've watched a lot of local, uh, um, live streams and whatnot. There was this uh, group on Facebook that I got invited to. Uh, it was the uh, quarantine open mic, and. Uh, Basically, you just kind of filmed yourself doing a cover. Or you could actually go live in the group too, and uh, there was local there was local bands all across the country, even uh, fucking just doing covers, doing original songs, and it was kind of nice to see a bunch of people get together, you know, and just do music. It, it was great. Yeah. It was a great fucking yeah, yeah. time. Um, but man, I feel like we keep straying away from the topic a little bit here. I mean, yeah, we're talking about like <laughs> concerts and stuff like that, but let's talk a little bit more about artists who over the years have tried to stay relevant with covers. Mm. I'm mm. going to go ahead and bring up one right now. And Jared, this is a band that we saw actually too right before quarantine kind of ended. Now, saying that this band tried to stay quote unquote relevant might not be... You mean before quarantine began? You said before quarantine ended. That's true. I'm that's because I'm staying positive about this film. All right, fair enough. Boom, done. <laughs> before quarantine started, it was a band that Jared and I saw, and I don't think saying that they uh, were trying to stay relevant is a hundred percent accurate, because they became big off this cover, and that's Alien Ant Farm with Smooth Criminal. Mm. So. I guess it's kind of even bringing yeah. in a third dimension to this this episode of the podcast because Smooth Criminal is kind of what put Alien Ampharn on the map. It Just really much like is, the Ataris you know? with Boys of Summer. I mean, we could do a yeah. whole episode on cover cover songs that got bands famous because you have so many. Like you said, the Ataris, right. Framing the Ataris, Hanley. Yeah, Framing Hanley. Uh, one. Framing Hanley, Lollipop? Lollipop. Yeah. That was a little really? cover. That... Got them famous. That was huge. Are you huge. shitting me? Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought that was awful. It was. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. 
You're not wrong. I thought it was god-awful, and, and, and I hated it. A death sentence for any band is if your first, like, if any of your first hits off your first record is a cover song, you're done. You're right. you're, you're done. All right. Fair enough, though. Like, But we could, that, that's an episode for the future is yeah. bands that got famous because of a cover song. But if you got famous from a cover, from a cover song, it's pretty much a death sentence. Well, with Alien and Farm, though, they were actually kind of gaining traction before Smooth Criminal hit. In this case, yeah, they were actually they were yeah, they were starting to build getting... attraction, and then they then they made that wrong. I I, I don't. It's hard because you don't want to say wrong turn. You kind of want to say wrong turn because at that point it kind of just you do or you don't. But they were because yeah, all you know, already... when you say Alien and Farm, you go Smooth Criminal. Mm-hmm. There's that you don't think movies glow. You don't think I movies do. is a jam. Movies is a I do. Jam. I love. I love that I whole love album. Glow. Yeah, it's great. Like, it was fucking great. But smooth criminal, like I don't know. It was just. I don't know. It, it was so. Perfect. But they were they were well on their way, and then that's but, not what sidelined them though. What sidelined? That was, it was that. Uh, it was like a bus accident. That caused them to like really take a step back and they had to like yeah they're like two-thirds of them almost died in that bus accident and then they had to like stop playing completely i I had no idea yeah 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 it was like while they were touring they were they got into this accident and it like caused the band to like actually have to stop and like take a step back and then they didn't release anything until maybe phil can help me out like 2016 around maybe? there yeah yeah that, like, yes that was like yes, the you're next right. album it was, it was i think it was 2015 because that was the last year i was in rochester right and played our winter show right so it was usually some, bands it was are somewhere around there. there but i know i know that they like they had like this crazy accident and that's what sidelined them and oh, geez, I'm kind no of idea. bummed out, like thinking about it, because it's like they could have made so many more good albums, but they didn't get a chance to. There goes everything on the table right there. Just slapping. I'm just gonna. Shit I'm gonna call it out table. because there's just noises happening. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jared is so upset. Yeah. At Alien Ant Farm that he slapped everything off the table. I am. I am. No, I, I didn't you know, know that, why though. because they they were a good band. And they got slapped down because of that like freak accident. I saw them live and they were. They it was were, a good they show. Were okay, we saw yeah. them at Ironworks and it was a great fucking show. Yeah. We enjoyed the fuck out of it. Yeah. It was great and there was like nobody there. Right. Which I couldn't was believe weird. it. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah, like why was why was like nobody 50, show up? Fifty, there? sixty people there. I think yeah. that was the same show. I smoked weed with Pepper. I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nice pepper those are fun guys Lo- love or hate the music they're fun guys uh another quarantine uh concert that i just remembered was actually streamed on adult swim uh oh yeah one of my favorite bands uh run the jewels yeah wait run the was jewels was on adult, adult swim they, yeah it was on adult swim they played it on t- it was like uh, it streamed at like midnight no shit. So they they in Adult Swim. I mean, after midnight, you can pretty much play everything, right? Curse words included, and they did. I wow. didn't. I didn't watch the it, it live on Adult Swim. I watched it on YouTube, but it was great. It was basically they played their new album front to back, and the Run the Jewels four is fantastic. I like I like Run the Jewels a lot. 
Oh yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking Luli. Run the Jewels is sick. That was a great live stream too. That was an absolute banger of a live. They stream. brought out fucking Zach De La Roca for a song. I was like, what? Yeah, what song? He's uh, I forget. Uh, but he's friends. He does like a song with them on every album. He's friends with Run, no Run the Jewels. Shit. Yeah, That's they were awesome. opening for. They were supposed to open for them when Rage went on tour. Really? Run the Jewels was the opener. Yeah. No shit. Which is probably pushed back to 2022 now. Mm. Oh, probably. Oh, probably. Most most concerts now Easy. are pushed way back to 2022. Yep. Yeah. And that's just tentative dates. Right. Uh, another one of my personal favorite uh, live stream concerts was someone, I don't, I don't think too many people will recognize him. Mike knows him. Uh, Orville Peck did a live stream concert. Yeah. I thought Orville Peck was great. I love Orville Peck. Uh, I mean, is I'm going to go on a side tangent, but is he going a little bit too mainstream? Yeah. But I'm totally fine with it because country music needs someone like him. Yeah. Well, I agree. Orville Peck, I think it was for, well, they, they he did a record store day release yep. with, uh, Oh, what's his name? Show, uh, oh, um, Paul Coffin, Paul the Unrighteous Coffin, Brothers. The Unrighteous Brothers. And they did You oh, Lost That Love that and was, Feeling. Yeah, and, and uh, it was so good. They did yep. um, Unchained Melody. Yep. And I have amazing. that. I have that 45 on vinyl. I, I love Paul Coffin. Fucking amazing. Yeah. It is absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. If you don't know Orville Peck, basically, voice-wise, imagine if Elvis did old-school country music. It's yeah. incredible. Check it out. Because it's definitely worth a listen. He, my, one of my favorite things was during quarantine, uh, he released a song with one of the goats of country music, Shania Twain. I don't care what you say, Shania Twain's great. He released a song with Shania Twain, and I, I put the video on for my mom, because my mom loves Shania Twain. And I was like, Mom, this is, this is a new country guy. He's, he's going to be breaking into mainstream country music. See what you think. <laughs> and my mom, if you don't know Orville Peck, he he's gay and he wears a kink mask with uh, what's it called the the fray? Yeah, going he's got down the, the frill, the frill. Yeah, like going down over his mouth. The the stringy fringe. things, fringe, Shit. fringe. Yeah, going down over his mouth. And my mom is watching. She's like, "Oh, this is good." And then she sees him and she goes, "What's with the mask? <laughs> is he gay?" And I was like, well, mom, yes, he is. Well, your she mom was, is very perceptive. She's very perceptive. Yeah. But she liked it, and she's been listening to Orville Peck. So definitely check out Orville Peck. Check he's, out Paul Coffin. He's great, though. Like, Phil Honestly, just, like he's amazing. Phil just casually leaves out the fact that Shania Twain wants him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shania Twain blew me a kiss on Twitter. Because he called her a rocket. Yeah, I took a screenshot because in the video, she's got this skin-tight leopard leotard on. And she's 54 years old. Yep. And she's still smoking hot. She's gorgeous. And I, I took Shania a screenshot of the video. Gorgeous. And I said, I, I, I didn't even tag her. I just said, Shania Twain is still a rocket at 54. And Shania Twain blew me a kiss on Twitter. Yeah. And that was the highlight of my oh. summer. Lucky Phil. Highlight of your life, dude. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. And I wants me. Uh, I call best man at wedding. That's fine. Fuck yeah. I don't tweet or twat, but that's great. Tweet or twat. Tweet or twat. So more live stream concerts, more bands trying to stay relevant. Is there any more that we can think of here? Hmm. 
trying to think of more that like can't you know what? I'm gonna go throw it back a little bit. Maybe not trying to stay relevant, but just because we're talking cover songs. Can we take a, at least a moment to talk about Fred Durst and his cover with his band Jesus Limp Biscuits of George Michael's Faith? Uh, why? I, I just I don't I don't know. Faith. Like, what do you guys think about bands at the top at the height of their fame doing doing songs like that? Well, that, here's the thing. Was actually. that different? I think in that the was 90s, before though? Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. I think that was released was before it? then, yeah. I believe so. So maybe not even height of fame. Maybe it just like shot them more into fame. I believe that's I believe that's the case there. But yeah, they did a, a cover of George Michael's Faith in the 90s. And uh, I'm sure most of us remember it. But, oh man, it was just like, I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, he is the voice of a generation, like we've said four other times on this podcast already. <laughs> Limp Biscuit, Fred Durst in particular, is the mascot of the Front Porch Podcast. Mm-hmm. He is. He is. There's uh, We have him actually hanging on the wall here in our uh, little, I don't even know if you want to call it a studio. It's like a room. It's a studio. It, uh, we'll call it a studio. All right, cool. We, we, yeah, we're, we're giving ourselves more credit than we, would, than we deserve calling this a fucking studio. But... Yeah, that's a challenge that we do here, too, at Front Porch Podcast and amongst our friend group here is uh, we challenge you at home right now to look one of your friends in the eye and without laughing in a serious undertone to tell them that Fred Durst is the voice of a generation. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard to do. Uh, Going back to, I mean, I do love Fred Durst, but uh, another quarantine concert thing that I enjoyed that Mike is going to fucking hate is uh, over the summer because summertime for me and my friends uh, shout out to the lounge uh, is every summer we go to a bunch of Dave Matthews band shows and every Wednesday over the summer they played a concert from the past and one of the, a few of them was actually shows I've been to, and it was really sweet to experience those again. Just gonna put that out there. Yeah, I uh, Mike came home to be watching one of them one day. Yeah, I went directly <laughs> to my room. Um, I didn't want to put up with Matthews because to me that's what it sounds like. You know what I'm pissed off about that I I'm gonna go a, a, a little tangent here. Something I haven't. I've heard nothing from these guys in quarantine. Nothing. Eiffel 65. No. <laughs> December. Take it back to December 2019. Okay. They announced that John Frusciante was back in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, my God. Are you talking about uh, Kiss? And I was like, 2020. Prince and the Revolution. They're going to have a brand new album. And I was all excited Oh, it's brand new. And 2020 happened. He's just fucking annoying. And there was a, a pandemic happened as, I mean, and in case you didn't know, it's been almost a year. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a pandemic going on. And the Chili Peppers have released nothing. The only thing they released was 
a live performance in the backyard of somebody that they paid them to play their birthday party for, which hell yeah. You're the fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers. Why are you playing in a backyard? Because you're getting yeah, back to your right. roots, bruh. But, I mean, John Fushani is back in the band. And they have said there's been, like, snippets here and there released where they're saying quarantine's putting a damper on us recording, blah, blah, blah. And it's like all these all these other bands, they're, they're recording music now because they have nothing else to do but get together and record music. And the Chili Peppers are like... Yeah, what if we wait? I'm 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 just a little mad about this because my favorite guitarist of all time is back in my favorite band of all time, and they're not even doing anything. I mean, they're just trying to go through the creative process in such a way, Phil, that meets your specific expectations. I mean, if they do release an album in 2021, it will be keeping the trend since 2006. What if they call it Arcadium Stadium? That's fine. It's been five years since 2016. 2016, Stadium Arcadium. 2011, I'm with you. 2016, The Getaway. 2021, hopefully fucking something. And what we just learned here tonight, folks, is that Phil can, in fact, do math. I can do math. I mean, so I don't know if you guys have watched it or not. I'm, I'm skipping over this now. <laughs> Because Phil's going to go on all night about John Frusciante's... I will go on all night about this. I didn't hear Because I'm fucking infuriated about it. Post Malone. I do like Post Malone. Posty. Uh, Mr. Malone. You don't like Post Malone? Yeah. I like Post Malone. I didn't like Post Malone. And then I heard more of his stuff and I was like... "Eh, He did. I kind of like Post Malone. A Nirvana tribute. Which was honestly fucking great. He set up in his house. He had Travis Barker on the drums. He did a Nirvana tribute. He played songs off of every fucking album. It was like an hour long. It was, I think it was for charity. I think you could donate and blah, blah, blah. But I watched the whole fucking thing. I made sure I tuned in for it. Because at first I'm like, I, I'm skeptical. I don't know how this is going to sound. Like, I know that he plays guitar. I know how he got his start because he was on Twitch or YouTube Live or something like that playing on, like, a gaming channel, which is actually a great story. But his Nirvana tribute with Travis Barker was fucking awesome. Did you guys watch that at all or no? Yeah, a little bit. I did, yes. It was. I thought it was phenomenal. I thought he did a great fucking job. I like Post Malone. Yeah. Yeah, and just it was it was really cool seeing him do. Heard he smells bad though. Hmm. Is that true? You, you, who'd you hear that from? Uh, there was a thing going around in like 2018 where a whole bunch of people that met Post Malone, like during meet and greets and stuff, just said how bad he smelled. Hmm. Oh, I mean, if you look at the guy, all all he does is fucking drink and smoke cigarettes. And he has sweatpants on all the time. He just he just looks like a dirty guy. He makes good music. Looks like a dirty guy. So I can believe that. I mean I still like the Nirvana stuff and I still yeah. like his music. I like Post Malone. It's it's not gonna deter me. Circles is a fucking jam. It's not it's not gonna deter me. But yeah, no, Post Malone's Nirvana Nirvana jams were fucking great. It was awesome. 
It was a, it was a great little show, and, and as I said, I think it was for charity too. So it yep. was, he, that made it even better. Now, was his Nirvana better than Puddle of Muds? Well, I mean, you can't trump Puddle of Muds. No, because that's probably the greatest Nirvana cover I've ever heard. Hot, hot take. I think that Wes Scanlon is misunderstood for doing that because, if anything, that was commitment. Okay. And when I say that, I am 100 fucking percent lying to you. <laughs> because I still believe that that is worse than the original sin committed by Adam and Eve. I mean, Nirvana is if your they favorite existed. band. If, if they existed. I did. Oh, uh, this reminds me. I did get some. I did tweet out on the at Frontport 716 Twitter account. Uh, what were some of our listeners favorite? live streams and I do have some responses. Oh, okay, cool. Uh one I of them, you did that. One of them was the Menzingers did a live stream. I missed it. What? And I love the oh, Menzingers. I fucking love the Menzingers. Uh I will look up the rest of them. But the for, the one that tipped my mind was the Menzingers and I saw that and I was like, "Oh shit, they did one." And I missed it. Ah, uh, cuz the Menzingers are great. Oh, the Menzingers are fucking phenomenal. I've seen them a few times now. I've seen them you know, here in Buffalo and out of state a few times. Uh, this whole fucking episode has just made me miss fucking music so much. Right. Like, so much. Uh, Brittany, Nate's wife, said that Newfound Glory did a few live stream shows and they were amazing. Shout out to Nate. Uh, you're a caveman. And uh, I guess you're still my friend. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Uh, Pat was the one who said the Menzingers, and he also said Chadwick Stokes and the Pintos did a good one. Oh, I forgot about the Pintos. Yeah. Uh, oh, that reminds me of another one I watched. Uh, one of my favorite newer bands, uh, the Black Pumas, did a live stream, and that was fucking great. I think I watched that with you, or you, you or you at least, or you sent it to me when I was at work yeah. or something, and I watched it at work. It was fucking great. The Black Pumas, the, the, I don't really pay attention to the Grammys other than I'll watch the performances after to see how good they were because Brandy Carlisle's performance was so good. But I hope the Black Pumas win every Grammy they're up for because they definitely deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've been keeping up with a few of the those, uh, you know, I'm super into that English folk punk, yep. blah, blah, blah. So Frank Turner did a bunch, too, of live streams after his unfortunate show. And uh, his live streams have been great. Um there's a band I listen to called Beans on Toast uh, from England. Wait a minute. Beans oh, yeah. Beans on Toast is Beans good. on Toast, he's great. I stumbled upon them. He's so he's so good. <laughs> he's so good. I, and basically anywhere you look nowadays, bands are doing live streams. Uh, you know, and, and, and live streams, covers, whatever. Fuck. I mean, even not that I'm anybody worth talking about. Even in the midst of the pandemic, I... You know, really committed to finally doing covers. Yeah, on YouTube I've heard and shit. it. Yeah, Phil. Phil listens in on all my covers. I have no no choice. He has no choice. Hey, but admittedly, you said you like some of those. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah, see, yeah, Phil doesn't want to give me full credit because he doesn't want to boost my ego too yeah. much. Because I already shit on Phil all the time. <laughs> yep. As much as I can get. Isn't that right, Josh Gat? But. Um, Anyway, but yeah, no, Frank turned it in one. Beans on Toast, his, his live stream was great. I mean, the Homeless Gospel Choir, he's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 
He was fucking great. He did a, he did a couple, like, not even live streams. He's been going on Instagram live a lot, just shooting the shit with fans. And that's another thing, too, a lot of musicians have been doing. Uh, that reminds me, because Jared, you work for the Postal Service. He is. The band, the Postal Service, released a live concert from the reunion in, I think, 2013, where all hmm. the proceeds went to... The postal oh, service. No shit. Yeah, this was this huh. was back in I think it was like September, October when all that shit was going on with the post office. It's pretty great that they're now saying that never happened. But that's politics. I'm way too into that. But hey, the <laughs> Jared's got his Biden's, one word response uh, right now. There Biden's, it is. Biden's trying to fix it right now. Apparently, like but yeah, the postal service. Ben Gibbard. Oh, what, what were we saying? Nothing. Nothing important. <laughs> Nothing important because you keep interrupting him, Josh. Jared. Jared. Tell us more about yeah. the post office because Josh Gad just can't shut up over there. Fuck off. All I was saying was the postal service has to pre-fund their <laughs> has to pre-fund their I'm sorry. I keep I keep, I keep mouthing Josh Gad. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to film these podcasts so you can see what we do off microphone. Jared. And you're just going to fucking superimpose Josh Gad's face on me. Anyway, so after we superimpose Josh Gad's face on Phil's face, uh, Fuck yeah. you will know that the, the, uh, the Postal Service, anyway, has had to pay for retirees up to 70 years in the future. Yeah, yeah, because that was a, so a bill they signed. That was a pre-funding mandate back in 2000-ish that, you know, they had to pay for that and everything. Now, Joe Biden is trying to reverse that so that we're not, you know, shitting the bed trying to pay all these billions of dollars. Because, I mean... We shouldn't have to. I'm not going to math. But you're saying that they're paying people for 70 years of retirement. Yeah, so basically, like, even before I would have to retire... They would be paying for your retirement. They'd be paying for past my retirement. Yeah. So, like, kids that I might have in the future who might work for the Postal Service would already have to have their benefits paid for for retirement. That's fucking stupid exactly Hooray. and that's that's what the u.s has been doing to the postal service for the past 21 years 21 ish years hooray so that might get uh hopefully disbanded i mean uh after this you but, are our uh, friendly na- neighborhood fascist mailman yeah that's me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but what? yeah ben yeah. gibbard uh Thing, uh, was Postal Service, Ben Gibbard, uh, teased. I, I got really excited because I thought that was going to be a new album from the Postal Service. But it, it, why, that would have been sick. It would have been sick because they've only released one album back in 2003. Yeah, but that was a banger. It was such a good album. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And you know why they called it the Postal Service? I do not. Actually, they called it the Postal Service because they were mailing each other tapes. And oh, that's they sweet. figured, oh, we might as well call it the Postal Service. That's actually really they've been the sweet. one. They've been the ones that have been helping us propagate our music. It, it's Ben Gibbard and uh, the guy from um, uh, Broken Bells. 
Am I wrong? I want to say yes. <laughs> wasn't there? Wasn't the Postal Service with Rilo Kylie, the singer? Wasn't? Am I wrong? I'm looking it up right now. Maybe, yeah. Because I feel the, like Rilo Kylie is associated that up, with Because they're, they're definitely a super group. It was from like Seattle to California. Oh, Jenny that they Lewis were was on vocals. Okay. From? All right. Uh, Jenny Lewis, she, I know her from her solo stuff. She was also in... Rilo Kylie? Rilo Kylie, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. You I was you were right. You were right. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I thought Broken Bells. Oh, that's... Um, uh, they, he was the guy from Broken Bells was with uh, Marles Barkley. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That I got yeah. two of them confused. But all right, Postal Service was great. Released one album. Uh, you probably yeah. know uh, such great heights. The the is it the Phil Collender Genesis oh, cover? That's such a great. Song. I didn't know it was a cover for the longest time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought yeah. it was their, their own thing. But such, great such a great cover. Well, because they made it sound like their own thing. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Why? Hundred hundred percent. Uh, but the reason I talk about that is because Ben Gibbard, the lead singer of Death Cab for Cutie and Postal Service, uh, did a whole bunch of uh, like covers and just solo acoustic recordings like in front of his computer during quarantine. Oh, fuck yeah. Really? And they were awesome. I, I, I'm a big Death Cab fan. I've loved Death Cab for a long time. I think Ben Gibbard's great. So yeah, I, I'm a sucker for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, Death oh, Cab yeah. is fucking phenomenal. I saw them. They were... Uh, they played Rock in the Knox. Uh, I wish I could back see in 2019. That. I, it, hopefully, if but Death Cab ever comes here, I gotta see them because I have yet to see them. So many bands I have yet to see. I was supposed to see My Chemical Romance this past year. Rage Against yep. a Machine. Yep. Mm. Backstreet yeah. Boys. Ba- I was gonna go to Backstreet Boys. Why the fuck not? <laughs> I had tickets. You are a fucking liar if you're a 30 something year old and you're gonna sit here and say you don't like boy bands. I, I, I'm I had you tickets right already for Backstreet Boys. I'm calling. I'm calling you out right now. So, we when when concerts come back, we're taking a front patch, a front porch road trip to Darien Lake to see a boy band. I'm into it. Let's I'm get it. I'm fucking down. Who's the who's the latest one? Uh Backstreet Boys is going to be reuniting and going on tour without Brian. Without Brian cuz he's Without uh, Brian? Why? Uh, he's did a said a bunch of stuff. He's a QAnon. Aww. He's a QAnon guy. Brian. Yeah, Brian's yeah. QAnon. Oh, Brian. 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 Yeah. <laughs> AJ was my favorite anyway, so. Uh, mm-hmm. Fuck Howie. I for some reason I don't like Howie. Aaron. Nobody uh, does. Aaron Carter's brother. Wait, no. Aaron, Nick. Nick Carter was. Was Nick Carter in Backstreet Boys or was Aaron Carter? Nick. Nick Carter. Degrees. Fun fact. Aaron Carter's doing porn now. Fun, fun fact. Fun, Wait, oh, what? that's gross. Fun fact. <laughs> um, when shows were still a thing, I got a message from a local promoter about two years ago. Yeah, I, think, I do remember this. I think you were. It was It was the annual Halloween party that we. So I throw a Halloween party every year uh, where we live. And a lot of people come. And it's fun and blah, blah, blah. But right before the party happened i got a, i got a message from a local promoter asking me if i wanted to open for aaron carter now aaron carter's more poppy hip hoppy i play acoustic songs on my guitar and uh needless to say i did not think in any way that that would be a good fit for me so i turned down the show and i was like i don't want to fucking open for aaron carter 
Unless he's going to play I Want Candy seven times, I'm out. Like when I saw Vanilla Ice and he played Ice Ice Baby three times, <laughs> which was, I don't know why I went to that. It was $5. Don't judge me. Don't judge me, Jared. I, I see the way you're looking at me right now. What are you going to do? Go see Vanilla Ice again when he comes. Yep. Fuck yeah. Canal side sweet. But, uh, yeah. No, no, that was Nick Carter. Yeah, that was Nick Carter in there, Phil. Nick. Nick Carter was in Backstreet Boys. It was in Backstreet Boys. His brother's Aaron Carter. Correct. Uh, his yeah. brother, uh, I think his PR team randomly followed a whole bunch of radio people a few years ago. And Aaron Carter followed me on Twitter. And uh, Nick Carter. Wait. Backstreet Boys. No, Aaron Carter. Wait, Aaron Carter? Aaron oh, Carter. Like his younger brother. And so I followed him back just to be like, you know, what's, uh, a, what's, what's the I want candy kid up to nowadays, you know? Yeah. Uh, got arrested for having a bunch of guns. Oh, good for um, him. He's doing porn. Good for him. Uh, he's like trying to do the same thing as MGK and come up with like a pop punk album. Good for him. Nice. Hey. So, yeah, I mean, he's doing, yeah. he's doing great for himself. MGMK's pop punk album? Killing it. Was good. I enjoyed it. I was, was it though. I enjoyed it. I hate to say did that I enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I did. I. I don't know. I don't know. I just and, and people. It was unexpected. People that makes two of us. People whose music opinion, <laughs> not Jared. People whose not music me. opinion I respect, liked it as well. Mm. So I don't it's care like, who you respect, Feldman. Yeah. We don't respect you. Fucking rude. Yeah, we try to be. We got to have a little bit of drama on the podcast. Otherwise, we're boring as fuck. I, I'm, I'm looking over some, some live streams that happened over the year, and I, we, right. we missed the Metallica Acoustic live stream. Great. Because <laughs> that's what I want to hear. Seek and fucking destroy Acoustic. I don't know how we missed that. Metallica stopped being good after they did that orchestral concert. Yeah. That oh, orchestral concert that was, was fucking good. And I don't, like, was I don't like Metallica like, that much. Honestly, that but that was, was really good. fucking good. Yeah. We, we also missed the 311 uh, album performances, the three-night concert event where they uh, performed an album in full each night. Jesus. Oh, great. The only song I know by 311 is... Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. There's Amber. There's Paralyzed. Amber's a paralyzed? Is that Paralyzed? No, no. it's Finger, finger 11. It's Finger that's 11. See, finger that, 11. It's, what's with the 11 in bands? Fuck you. Don't, don't, there's 311. Don't name your fucking band. What's, fing, fuck you, Finger 11. Gore played, <laughs> Gore played a live stream concert. Gore? Really? Yeah, called Scumdog XXX Live. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I've seen Gore live and it was one of the most, Fascinating things I've ever seen. I want to see Guar huh. so much. I, I I want to see Guar so bad. I feel oh like my God. that would be interesting. Fucking! I wish that Cannibal Corpse would do a live stream and just call it I Come Blood Fest. <laughs> Avril Lavigne played a live stream concert to raise awareness of Lyme disease. Mm. I, I have a joke, but I, I I'm not gonna say it. The Goo Goo Dolls had an a quote immersive live stream. Featuring songs from across their catalog. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. All respect to Robbie Takak, but I do not like Johnny Resnick that much. Oh. Well, I mean, he's got a plastic face. So. Yeah. It's, it's just not. He looks not. like a Karen. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. And I hate to yeah. say, I don't know. I hate to say he's got such a good voice, but it's just like. 
no, it's so right. superficial to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I, Phil, I who can I, agree who, with that? Phil, who, what what else happened during quarantine so far? Uh, or pandemic? Sorry, I said quarantine. A lot. There, I, it it's fascinating how much of these I watched and don't remember watching, because one of my bucket list bands that I saw live in Vegas a few years ago was the Gorillas. I saw the Gorillas play live, and they were fantastic. And they no did a lot. Shit, lo- yeah, wow. it's just a bunch of cartoon characers. Up on stage. So fun. Playing before you, huh? The, it, <laughs> the interesting thing about the gorillas. Oh, my God. Was the, they had, of course, you have Damon Albarn. Their stage right. hands are the animators. <laughs> the, <laughs> the stage hands. I, I don't know how much you know about Literally. gorillas, but back in the day, they used to play like behind like a. They did. Like a screen. They yeah. did. You would only see yeah, the yeah. outlines of them. Right. Uh, but and when I saw Those them, are members of. Blur. Uh, a couple, yes. Yeah, the singer. The Damon Auburn was the lead singer of Blur. He yeah. still is. Blur's still around. Blur's right. still around? Yep. Wow. Uh, they released an album back in like 2015, 2014. Something like I- Ice Cream Man, I think. Fuck, I didn't know that. Jesus. Uh, I like Blur a lot. But uh, when I saw them live, it was, they had like 12 people on stage. You had what? Damon Auburn and oh, you shit. had De La Soul came out. Well, yeah, because they do feel good. Yeah, but it was like, I mean, De La Soul is still like a classic like yeah. hip-hop group. Oh, yeah. So them just coming out for one or two, I think two songs they're in, was still fucking sweet to see. But right. they had uh, they they had the whole band performing live. They had like three drummers. and uh, But the uh, screen behind them was the cartoon characters, the, right. the animation. Right, right, right. They, had, they would have the music videos, and then they had some original stuff just for the concert, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah. Uh, Gorillas, great fucking show. They did a live stream though. Uh, they did, yeah, December twelfth and thirteenth. They did a live stream, which Fuck. I tuned into one of them. Oh huh. damn it! Uh, Didn't know. A lot of over. We, we don't like to get too political on the show, but no. Over the 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 summer during the pandemic, of course, it was an election year, and a lot of bands were doing live streams to help people get registered to vote and such. And a lot of them uh, were Pearl Jam, Dave Matthews Band, Waxahachie, Eddie Vedder, did solo stuff. Uh, was it his ukulele stuff? It was not his ukulele <laughs> stuff. But you also had pop artists like Dua Lipa and Justin Bieber and like pretty much everyone from all aspects to trying to get people to register to vote. And that was a huge thing in 2020. Was Bieber trying to get Trudeau out of office? <laughs> yes. Uh, probably, maybe. I mean, he is Canadian. He is, but uh, a lot I'll of stop bands, with the jokes. I'm sorry. A lot We're of not bands, a comedy podcast. No, I, we are. <laughs> we are. Are we? I don't know. But we're, I, we're not that funny. No one. No one. No one thinks nowadays. Justin Bieber, Canadian. You just know Justin Bieber, pop star. Crappy white guy in a whole I bunch know of rap Justin songs. Justin Bieber is the god that he is. <laughs> Shut up. He is the Lord and Savior. He is the Beeb. Well. Okay. You're welcome. I mean, I didn't know you were that big of a fan of Justin Bieber. Not really. We know now. Uh, Hanson, they did a live stream. What? Yeah. This year? I missed yeah. Mbop Boys? Come uh, on. Uh, Jared, I don't think... He, were you, did, we didn't talk about them with our One Hit Wonder episode, did we? 
No, we did not. Hanson? No. Hanson is... We did not. They're no. still around, and they're mm, actually really bop, good now. Dupaslop. Yeah. Dupaslop. They're, they're all grown now, Ooh, and they're actually... They're actually really good. If you like, huh. if you like folk kind of music, well, I'll have to check out their new stuff. Hanson's yeah. actually really good. Uh, Mike and I watch a YouTuber called Todd in the Shadows. Yep, one All of right. his favorite bands is Hanson. Shout out to Todd in the what? Shadows if you somehow stumble across us. He uh, he does not like Mbop, but Hanson's one of his favorite bands. Yeah, yeah Todd in the Shadows is actually How does a really he good. Not YouTuber. like their jamming song. Because it's way too poppy and way too Bob, just radio. Because it sounds like 12-year-old kids slop, making it. They were 12-year-olds. <laughs> exactly. One of them was, for sure. For sure. They're, they're fucking rollerblading and slamming into each other in the video. Yeah, they are. Uh, some One thing that I think we mentioned on the podcast, but it's not really... I wouldn't really call it a live stream, but it is musical was Hamilton was put on Disney Plus. It was and and you had me watch that. It and it was good. Um, it was phenomenal. It was yeah. really good. I, I shouldn't have said it like that. You it was had, solid. You made me watch that. No, I mean like the one day I came home from work feels like, "Yo, I'm going to watch Hamilton and you're going to watch it with me." I was like, I, I, "All right." And it was fucking great. So Hamilton on Disney Plus, hell yeah. It's not really a live stream, but no. like for that to be on a Broadway show to be on a streaming service that and we can have access to. Fun fact that I just learned recently, uh, during the performance of Hamilton, because on Disney Plus, it's Disney, you can't have anything rated R, there's two F-bombs, there's two fucks in the performance of Hamilton. There is, yeah. And they had to mute that during when they put it on Disney Plus to make sure it got a PG-13 rating. Fuck Disney. Yep. Uh... This year, of course, with the pandemic, a lot of festivals that were staples did not go on. I was supposed to be in Boston Calling uh, during May to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers reunited with John Fushanti and the Foo Fighters were going to perform. And but what did we do? We did a we did a, a, a festival here at the apartment. Yep. But what a lot of festivals did is they did virtual festivals where they would take perform bands that had performed at the festival in the past basically and play those like they would the lineup for the festival that's that's fucking cool. so i thought it was i thought it was a cool idea you i mean you did have to a lot of times you did have to pay 10 15 bucks for a pass to get into it but a lot of time i mean you're got like three days worth of music that you can watch so I thought it was pretty sweet. Yeah, for Phil's 30th birthday, we did a... Uh, it was like the height of the pandemic when it first started. And uh, since he was turning 30, he was supposed to go to Boston Calling and shit like that. Uh, me and a former roommate of ours, Amy, um, we decided to throw him a festival here at the house. We decorated and shit like that. And we put a bunch of... TV. We had like four fucking TVs yeah. and stages and shit, but we got... Admittedly, pretty fucked up. I got way too fucked and, up. Uh, we like grilled all day, and we fucking watched music all day. And I, I, I made Phil uh, show me his ID to come into the quote unquote yep. festival. I wouldn't let him back in the house for I, a little bit. <laughs> I remember like nine, like eight thirty, nine o'clock hit, and we were out on the patio. And I was, I got up, and I was like, "I'll be right back," and I went and passed the fuck out. <laughs> I was out. He passed out at like eight thirty nine o'clock, and then at like fucking eleven, he comes stumbling back out and starts drinking again yep. with us. 
We were up till like four in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah. That's fucking crazy. But uh if you guys have any performances that you liked on during quarantine that we have not mentioned because we there are so many that we have missed. We've only touched on a handful of the ones that we've seen. Uh let us know on Twitter at Frontport seven one six. Uh let us know what were some of your favorite quarantine live streams or covers or pretty much anything musically that happened during the pandemic. We want to know about it. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys also have any like suggestions of, you know, cause we kind of touched on this subject too, of like artists that try to stay relevant by doing covers. Let us know like whether it's now or even back I, when that was the original topic and we kind of got off tangent, but there kind of combo two yeah, topics. There we was, just figure we keep it wide open. For yeah. The, I mean, uh, it's for pretty much episode. all about music during quarantine. And a lot of bands have been trying to stay relevant during quarantine because a lot of these bands rely on just going on tour and playing the same songs every single night. Oh, yeah. Very true. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you guys. Uh, Twitter, Front Porch 716, Instagram, Front Porch Podcast. Let us know what you guys listen to during quarantine. So that's the end of this episode and this topic for tonight. Um so next week, uh, we are going to have our first guest on the front porch oh. podcast here. Um, there is a local Twitch streamer. He's a local gamer by the uh, Twitch name Loot Goblin Seven One Six. He's a uh, friend of ours named Jerry, and uh, during quarantine, he decided to try his hand at. Uh, a little bit of Twitch live streaming some of his games and stuff that he games and stuff that he plays all the time. So uh, he, he he did a big. He got a whole setup. He set himself up pretty well, and uh, he's been pretty consistent, like two or three nights a week, going on Twitch. I've watched a few of them. He's very entertaining, very funny, and it's actually fun to see uh, a good friend of mine just fucking it up in video games online. So uh, it's fun to watch. It's fun to interact. But we're going to have him on uh, next week, and he's going to be our very first guest for this podcast. And then, first of many. Yeah, and then probably for the next couple weeks after that, we'll have someone on. So Yeah, we'll either have yeah. somebody on, or we got we, we, we took a couple uh, nights off, uh, nights, more like weeks, uh, to come up with a massive stupid fucking list. Of fucking episodes. And a lot of them are dumb, and a you're going to hear it, about yeah, them. Yeah, you're going to hear it. And if you're still listening to us after some of these episodes, good on you. Good on you. So, uh, but uh, besides that, uh, Jared uh, has made some uh, investments into actually uh, filming the podcast. So we're trying to get our YouTube set up here very soon. Uh, you'll be able to not only listen to us, but you'll be able to look at our stupid fucking faces while we do this. Yeah, hopefully in the next couple of episodes, we can get that popping off. So We got some fun ideas for you, too, just for our uh, YouTube and uh, Instagram there, too. But uh, we're not going to spoil anything for you. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, a friend of Mike's and someone who I will get to know soon. Uh, because next Sunday as well. Uh, I'll be a guest on Goose and Friends podcast. Oh, oh. going on Sweet. with the Don. Yep. So 
I will be talking Hitting with it. the with the Don next Sunday night after we talk to Jerry. So I've gone on uh, Goose and Friends uh, podcast a few times. I've played a bunch of songs. Uh, we just kind of met on uh, Instagram and whatnot. And Don is such a good dude. He he talks about everything from conspiracies to music to cooking to you fucking name it. It's just whatever he fucking feels like. He's been doing it for so long. He he's been really fucking. Grinding his teeth at doing podcasts. He's super entertaining, super great guy. Out of Denver. Out of Denver, Colorado. He originally from uh, the New York. Oneonta area. area. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oneida. Mm. Oneida, sorry. Oneonta. I just. <laughs> Oneida. I had yeah. I had a bunch of friends that went to Oneonta, so uh, it's in my head. Yeah, he's from Oneida. Um, and uh, yeah, he's been all around the country. I've had numerous conversations with him on his podcast and off his podcast. Great friend, great guy. Um, but we'll have him on here as soon as we can figure out how to fucking stream yeah. and Word. record it. Because, you know, we're still new and we're figuring shit out still. So, fuck yeah. <laughs> Until then, we will talk to you guys next week. We're going to try to do this uh, as weekly as many times as we can. We'll see how that works out. See. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, if you want to follow us on our personal pages, you can follow me on both Instagram and Twitter. At Mr. Mike here, M I S T E R. You can follow Jared on just, just in- Instagram. Just Instagram. Because he's still, he's never going to get a Twitter. Or I'm, I'm just going to make a fucking fake account and tweet for you at this point. You could. I will. I mean, uh, but I'm at Umbrella Media BFLO on Instagram. On Instagram. Just Instagram. And then we got uh, Josh Gad over here. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh J O S H Gad G A D D. You yeah, thank you. You you almost spelled it wrong. I got it. I got it. I figured it out. Follow Josh Gad, and you can just keep up with Phil. Yeah, you can you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Buffalo Kennedy, not at Josh Gad. That's probably not even. It's probably like Josh Gad actor or some bullshit. I'll look it up and I'll know for next week. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Buffalo Kennedy. Or at Josh Gad. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll have a, we'll have our first guest on next week. And uh, we look forward to keep, you know, just bringing you guys content and shit like that. So Word. we'll talk to you next week. Maybe. Peace out. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. Mike here. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Front Porch Podcast. We always love talking music, but we've got a lot more planned for the rest of 2021. Next week, we'll have our first guest on, Luke Goblin 716 So thanks for listening, and as always, we'll catch you next time.